Welcome back to another episode of the Asian Seller Podcast. I'm your host, Meghla Bhardwaj, and today I'm talking to my good friend, David Nicolucci. Hi, David. How's it going? Hi. Quite good. Thank you, Meghla. How are you doing? I'm doing great. So, David, there are a couple of things that we want to talk about today. First of all, you've done this massive article about key trends in 2021 and you do this every year and it's really interesting to see the different perspectives of you know all of the experts that you interview and um yeah so we'll talk about the trends that you have seen uh you know based on that article and then we'll also talk about cryptocurrency that's something that you've been looking into recently and you have some uh something to share with us so first of all let's do some introduction so tell us about yourself what have you been doing uh, you know, so far, how do you help Amazon sellers and what are you doing in Phuket? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so thanks for having me here once again. I think it's um, it's not the first time that we have a podcast together. We've been, I've been several times speaking at your events. I, yeah. I can't wait for the, for the next event, really, real life event. <laughs> I think we're all in the same situation. So yeah, my name is David. I'm originally from Italy. I am the founder and owner of Growth Hack Consulting. It's the pretty much the first um, agency to help Amazon seller based in Hong Kong. And uh, it's been launched in 2017, uh, January. Uh, I've been doing Amazon since 2014. I was working for some of the major Amazon sellers in Shenzhen. And as we all know, uh, if, if we have been following the trend in Asia, a lot of sellers are in Shenzhen. In Shenzhen. So that's a really great place to, to start and to be if you're selling on Amazon. So yeah, um, our agency, we have a team, remote team of around 15 people right now all over the world. Uh, some of them are in Asia, some in Hong Kong, some in China, uh, some here in Thailand with me stranded and some back in the US, some in, in Europe. And we provide all kinds of services from product launch to PPC, listing optimization. We focus on marketing. And um, yeah, as you said, I love to write. I love to give free information it's uh, all the content you find on my YouTube channel or blog is completely for free. And uh, we love to really go into the detail. I, I was having a talk with Amy Wees uh, last week and she was impressed because when I ask anyone, the same thing that I asked you because you also appeared in my, in my article, right? I, I would send a list of questions and I would say, do not answer all the questions. Just focus on one or two where you can provide the most value with a lot of actionable tips. So I definitely encourage everyone to read the blog post. By the way, I was double checking. We are already on the first page on Google right after Jungle Scout for FBA trends for F FBA trends and prediction for 2021. Awesome. So first of all, where can people find the article? We will link it in the show notes, but do you want to just tell people what's the URL? Yeah. Or the website? Sure. So it's wearegrowthhack.com and then go on the blog section. Uh, or yeah, if you search on Google, my website is wearegrowthhack.com. So it's quite easy to remember. Uh, we have our purple logo. Um, yeah, so this is this is pretty much how to find it. Or you can find on my Facebook, on my LinkedIn, our social media. Just look for We Are Growth Hack and you will find it. Okay, awesome. So let's talk about some of the specific trends that you think really jumped out at you as you were writing the article. Yeah, so if I have to give a quick summary and outline what, what are the trends that have been, you know, um, disclosed by the experts, 
everyone is agreeing that first of all, Amazon is is definitely stepping up their game on advertising. Amazon wants to definitely catch up with the advertising spend, uh, like with Google and Facebook, they are the main players right now. So what they are doing is they are pretty much increasing the tools available for sellers because they want to get more and more space, real estate on the internet to provide more and more advertising tools for sellers. So we will see how actually not only PPC, but branded ads, video ads, they will get more and more importance. Of course, CPC will probably go up because of a series of reasons that we have seen together with some experts. But generally, you as a seller, we have a lot more opportunities to actually tell the story of your brand with images, with different kind of engagement. We see a lot, the dominance now that is coming and is pushing through of Amazon Live, for example. Mm -hmm. So interacting directly with sellers. Uh, the Amazon Live is quite interesting right now because you can have a lot of space, a lot of attention in your competitors' listings or rated products' listings for free. And to do that, you need to be enrolled as an influencer for Amazon or you just need to be a brand register. So that's quite, very, it's very, very interesting right now. It's a great opportunity that I definitely suggest everyone just, just go and take a look. There is already a lot of content out there made about Amazon Live. I think Liren was made making a lot of, of content. Amy in our article was also talking about Amazon Live. So we see how advertising on Amazon is becoming more and more dominant. It is a pay-to-play platform, but they're increasing definitely their, the tools that they're giving to the sellers. It's becoming more like Facebook. You could probably also target the interest quite soon. You can do more A-B testing. And a very important uh, role will be, will be given to the stores. We see like as the stores right now are becoming more and more important. So all of those things you need to remember as a seller, you need to be brand registered. This is very important. Actually, I remember something really that catches my attention and I always like to remember, I was having a mastermind with Global From Asia with Mike Michelini, I think it was in 2018. And we were discussing how Amazon is moving towards the branding tools, the branding aspects. You have to be brand registered. A lot of tools are available only to brands that are registered on Amazon via brand registry. So it's much better as a seller if you approach this business in a serious way and you're ready to register your, uh, your brand on Amazon because it's going to give you a lot of tools that other sellers don't have. It's going to give you protection tools, a lot more stats and information. So definitely being brand registered is, it is very important. This is where Amazon actually wants to go because we always hear those stories. For example, Anchor. Yesterday I was hanging out on, um, on Clubhouse and everyone at some point was talking about Anchor. This is so funny for me because I used to work with people who work with Anchor in 2017. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, we couldn't imagine that in a, in a time span of three or four years, they would become even so famous. So Amazon has got the possibility to make a native seller on Amazon an international, well-known, worldwide brand like it happened to Anchor and is happening to a lot of other brands. So definitely being registered on Amazon as a brand is very, very important. It's been important since 2000, 2017. 
uh, I'm sorry, I was I was working since 2014. I, I miss I, I missed the year. Yeah, because I started working in 2014 with with Samba Latex, and some of the employees, you know, they shift from one company to another. That's a typical thing in China. So we see how brands are very important. So definitely, be brand registered. Takes this issue very seriously. It's right. gonna pay back. So once um, you know a seller is brand registered, or let's say sellers who are brand registered, what sort of steps or what sort of preparation do you think they need to do in order to you know prepare for this these upcoming tools and also video ads i think that's something that yeah. we're seeing a lot uh video yeah. ppc ads and they're like some of them are so creative and they're literally you know like they stop you as you're scrolling through through your feed on amazon yeah, <laughs> yeah that's amazing I, I think as a seller you should keep yourself updated mm-hmm. you should always be creative because it's, it's always the same problem here. It's a matter of attention. Uh, we say that the user online have got less and less attention, less and less seconds to, you know, to pay attention to any kind of content that they see. And now we have so many kind of different advertising that we can't even distinguish as, as, a, as a final consumer, which one is a paid advertising and which one is an organic uh, result. So, so what really engages better with, with the users, I think that's going to make the difference. So yeah, video ads, definitely being creative, like something that looks like it's coming out of your, you know, search result page, like, like it, it used to be on um, Facebook news feed, you know, like you, you fake the content or the like number, and then you have this thing come popping out. It's I've seen something like this on Amazon as well. I think you're referring to this thing too. It's uh, it's really great, and uh, definitely check out the the live function. It would be it would be very very interesting and more and more present. And uh, for now, it's still it's still free. And also the posts that the post is very important, very engaging, and they are completely for free right now. And they're only visible on the mobile section. So it's, uh, it's definitely interesting. So Let's be creative. A, okay. Can we talk a little bit about Amazon live? Because I think this is so interesting and um, it's definitely going to be more popular uh, in, in coming months. So Currently, can anybody go on live? I mean, if you're brand registered, do you need to um, apply to go on Amazon live or what is the process, first of all? So uh, regarding the process, I'm not entirely sure right now uh, okay. how that works because I, I personally didn't do it. But what I know is that, okay, you need to be brand registered. And I think Amazon is, is pretty much giving some guidelines. So there should be some guidelines on Amazon to tell you. But definitely what I know is you can be an influencer registered on Amazon and do your own live. So this is both available for influencers that are not directly selling and for sellers. And the good thing is that you can actually have this, this space into the related products or in, even into your competitors that is absolutely for free. And of course, it's more engaging than just a, a aesthetic page of the product. So I would definitely you know, look more into this because this is something that is kind of new, but I will definitely, you know, probably get back at you with a long comment on how to, you know, to prop, get up, get set up your, your live section on, on Amazon. But definitely this is something to, to look in. Okay, fantastic. So let's talk about some other trends, David. Yeah, so actually what we, we are seeing is that TikTok is booming. This is something that I also like. Um, yeah, I've been personally interviewing this other very young and very talented lady, Gracie, 
Uh, we had an episode on my YouTube channel. She's been growing her TikTok account to 300,000 followers within less than three months just by sharing Amazon coupon codes. And this is so amazing because it shows you how actually the demand for, for, for Amazon discounts is still there because, you know, Amazon is booming. Uh, their business has incremented, you know, a lot just in the past year and it, it doesn't seem to be stopping at any time. So it's just growing, growing. So the demand is there. So definitely as a seller, you should look into TikTok, not only having your own channel, but the best thing would be approaching influencers. I know that you have done another episode with Baptiste talking about influencers. So I wouldn't go too much into the details, but influencers, Actually, I've been personally working with influencers since a very long time because we've always been doing that. Uh, I actually started my digital marketing career as a social media manager. And part of my job was contacting influencers and then doing SEO with them. And I remember that I brought influencers already to my Amazon clients and to my Amazon companies that I was working with already since 2014. So influencers has always, have always been there. Someone... If, if, I, if I remember correctly, you remember I was giving a talk at one of your um, events in 2018 on how to get started with influencers on Amazon. And yes. someone said, yeah, someone says, oh, this is not going to, to last. This is going to die because Amazon doesn't like influencers. That's not true. Influencers marketing, micro-influencers, micro-interests, uh, micro-targeting and micro-audiences are actually the future. Uh, if not even directly on Amazon, it would be on other platforms. What, what is going on? Actually, the point that she, she said out loud is this, that now there are going to be privacy issues with, uh, with advertising, with Facebook, uh, from the new update of iOS 14 from Apple, for example. We had this kind of privacy issues. Uh, it was last year when we had this kind of instability for many chat and chatbots, what you're allowed to do, what you're not allowed to do. So privacy is an issue. If we're talking about a different platform with as TikTok that is still kind of new, has less limitations, but especially we're talking about personal profiles of influencers, then privacy is a little bit less of an issue and you have less limitations. Privacy will still be an issue, but you have less limitations because you're talking about a personal profile and they will still have their own statistics and information about their users. Uh, you know, how many of their users are female or male and what kind of age, what kind of interest, because this industry is evolving and is giving more and more data to the influencers day by day. So this is definitely something to look at. TikTok, other social media platforms, this is very, very important in 2021. Yeah, talking about TikTok, I was uh, watching this YouTube video recently about um, this cranberry juice brand that suddenly became very, very popular. I can't remember the name of the brand, but there was this TikTok challenge that somebody had done and then it just caught on. And then everybody was doing this cranberry juice TikTok challenge. And there was this huge demand for this particular brand's cranberry juice. And they were literally struggling to keep up with demand. <laughs> you know, it was yeah. like so much. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. I mean, there's just huge impact that some of these TikTok influencers can create. Um, that's yeah, pretty amazing. Okay, so TikTok is something else and other like influencer marketing. That's something we have yeah. to uh, look yeah, into. Yeah. Uh, we also talk about uh, a different future for potentially for uh, uh, buyer and seller messaging. 
uh, we see that it's going to get uh, stricter uh, for mm -hmm. Amazon. Amazon is going to get much, you know, stricter in this in this kind of field, limiting the, you know, the the space that the seller has to communicate with the with the buyer for for obvious reasons. This is where it's going. And also, someone says, I think it was Will uh, from Goat Consulting. He was saying that probably you will see disappearing the number of reviews because oh. it wouldn't make sense for some sellers or some products on the first page to have hundreds of thousands of reviews. And then the newcomers, they don't have any reviews. So they will always stay in the, in the last page. Now, you still have the honeymoon period for the newcomers, but I see the point. If a seller has been on Amazon for too long, then they would have hundreds of thousands of reviews. Potentially, they could have thousands of reviews. So maybe this could be an interesting point for Amazon because we have seen already that in some points they don't show the reviews, they show the ratings only. So we could see something changing here. And actually regarding reviews, this is something that I was thinking about that could be very interesting when we see, when we look at it from a blockchain point of view, because mm -hmm. that's something that we could touch base later when we talk about blockchain. So yeah, different reviews and messaging would be, would, would be the trend. And also we see how it's more and more important to be more self-independent uh, so to, to stay more on the FBM side. So try to have your own warehouse, try to be independent when it comes to deliveries and, you know, shipping. Uh, you can use some third party, you know, service providers, um, warehousing systems. This, this industry is actually booming right now. I personally know the biggest warehousing system for Amazon sellers in Europe. They're called WAPI. So anyone who might be interested can, can get in touch with, with them or with me directly, I can, I can help you. Um, and then something else, yeah, definitely we see a trend in the whole marketplace for Amazon businesses. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, flipping <laughs> your, uh, yeah, flipping your, your FBA business, your brand, or, uh, you know, buying new, new, new brands or new, or new Amazon accounts, or even aggregators, this is something that is really increasing a lot. Now, I don't remember the exact numbers. I would have to go and, uh, and see, but uh, we, we talk of something like times 10 or times seven, the original the original value and the increase is, is something, something crazy. Um, yeah, we, we interviewed some people uh, from DJC. We, we interviewed David Carroll and uh, Greg, Greg Elfcrate. Alfred, I always have a problem in saying his name from, from Empire Flippers. So the demand is just going up in an incredible way. So definitely this is something you should look at when you are starting an Amazon business or even if you have already your Amazon business, you could make great gains when exiting exiting the you know this kind of business is selling it because i was actually talking on the phone yesterday with one of my other partners it's not directly into amazon it's more into the it business and i was and he was telling me yeah you know as an agency your business now you have a lot of competitors and it's not only the other agencies but it's also tools and you know service providers as softwares and i said yeah there is also another big competitor like aggregators you know, this game is getting serious now. So there are big companies buying a lot of Amazon accounts or a lot of Amazon, you know, businesses. They're making it, making them better and then flipping them around like times 10, times seven, whatever it is. So this is definitely a hot topic right now. It's something that as a seller, you should look into. 
Yeah, that's pretty uh, amazing, actually. I was reading somewhere that Thrasio recently they raised yeah. another $500 million. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like incredible. So I think that is a huge opportunity for you know, sellers, even those who are just starting out, they should maybe have that objective that maybe in the next two or three years, they sell their Amazon account. So do you have any advice, um, you know, for people who are maybe just starting out, who are new or kind of newish, like what can they do to make their Amazon business more sellable and more appealing to these big companies that, you know, want to buy these, uh, these businesses? Like what is it that these big companies are looking for? Yeah, so I would say maybe as a seller, you want to focus on your profits. Mm -hmm. And uh, you would think that a company would look into your profits when buying your, your business. That could be, but not necessarily the case. I would say try to make it a long-term business. Try to have a long-term vision. Try to focus on the product and what makes it different. That is pretty much the same advice that I would give to anyone who wants to sell on Amazon, because actually when you're just starting up, making profits is very, very hard. So try to try to, to find your particular niche where you don't have a lot of competition, where you know that you can excel, you can make something different. So this is probably what this kind of companies are looking at, are looking to buy because they want to get, you know, there is a, a, a huge amount of sellers right now. We're talking about, millions of millions. sellers all over. yeah <laughs> so millions of brands million millions of accounts and amazon businesses so they will look for something for something different so they will look for something that actually has got the potential to grow in the future so if you can actually make a difference with your product right now if you can if you can show them that you have a good customer base and you have a different kind of customers from potentially other other businesses that they bought already that's that's going to be something good so try to not copy other sellers and this this is pretty much you know the same the same advices that i give to 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 new sellers who are starting out uh don't just make for example your reverse agent search don't go compete in the same field with with the big guys try to make your own thing try to find your own niche that's going to be what is what will pay off in the future and it's going to be much easier for you to compete yeah totally agree in fact uh we have uh this product discovery boot camp that we are currently doing so this is something that i do with tim jordan every couple of months mm -hmm. and um you know this is really the biggest challenge that people have finding a product that's not too competitive that still has demand but you know there are a lot of products out there that you can still you know, go into and that they're not competitive. You just need to be looking very carefully. And also you need to make sure that you're doing your keyword research. I think that's just yeah. so important um, when you're selling an Amazon, right? It's all about the keywords. It's not really products that you're yeah. selling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You have to actually see it um, jumping on the keyword uh, topic. I would say, try to see from the customer point of view, mm -hmm. what is the, the end user looking for? And this is something that actually uh, Brian Johnson in my article put down in a very nice way. He said there would be a shift of the 
of you know of the search results of the from algorithm focus to customer focus so it's going to shift it's, it's shifting actually to what the user is looking for because there are so many products there that in order to sell something to convert you don't have to focus only on being the first on no having the the first uh, search results so trying to trick the algorithm or trying to find the perf keyword and have your research find by and then conversion rate and this kind of things you have to create a good landing page that a user that is looking for that keyword actually lands in that page and finds the solution for his problem so brian johnson said what's in this listing for me what's in this product for me why should i buy this product as a user so that's very very important so know your keyword meaning be aware of what your what your target audience is looking for so that's very very important right okay what else do you have any other trends yeah of course i mean saying it with you asia is going to be more important <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah do you want to personally say something about this <laughs> absolutely so what i'm seeing over here is that first of all amazon is getting so much more active and so much more aggressive um, in fact, they have this whole new initiative over here where they're trying to recruit sellers uh, from Singapore, Philippines, Malaysia, Vietnam, all of these different countries. And they have this new initiative nowadays that's called Start Local, Go Global. And basically what they're doing is they're telling these sellers, okay, you start selling on Amazon Singapore first, and then you start selling on Amazon US and everywhere. So definitely going to see a lot more interest in Amazon Singapore. That's for sure. Mm. It, it's been around for about a year and a half now, but it's uh, picking up very slowly because here in Singapore, mm. there are a lot of other marketplaces that people are more yeah. used to, like Lazada, Q10. Yeah. And Amazon is very popular over here, but people like to buy products, you know, buy yeah. the more premium and the branded kind of products from the US. But for other like cheap products, that they just, you know, buy it from Lazada because they're coming directly yeah. from China and it's delivered, yeah. you know, in a couple of days, maybe a week or so, it doesn't take too long to deliver and it's coming, coming directly from there. So it's much cheaper. So if you want things like, you know, t-shirts or water bottles or just like this cheap kind of stuff, you just yeah. go to Lazada, Shopee, q I think for Amazon, people are looking for maybe more premium more high end, maybe more branded kind of products. And, um, you know, they expect better quality, so those kinds of things. Um, and the other thing that we are hearing now, this is not confirmed. And of course, Amazon will not confirm it, but we are hearing that um, Amazon will expand to other countries in Southeast Asia, like Malaysia. Yeah. Like currently Amazon Singapore only caters to Singapore, but Singapore itself is a very small market, only like yeah. 5 million or so. <laughs> so it's definitely <laughs> not gonna sustain a whole marketplace for long. But once Amazon opens up the marketplace and starts accepting orders from Malaysia, Vietnam, all of these different countries, or maybe they open marketplaces in those countries specifically, yeah. like Amazon Malaysia and, and all of those, I think that's where really the potential is because overall the population in Southeast Asia would be you know close to like 300 million or maybe even more. Yeah. And e-commerce is growing really fast over yeah. here as well. Like maybe people don't have access to, you know, laptops and Wi-Fi uh, I mean, or, or broadband on their computers, but they do have um, 3G and, and Wi-Fi yeah. on their phones. So over here, it's basically mobile commerce that's growing really, really fast in, you know, all different yeah, countries. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also what I in see, India, for example. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah just, in India. 
Yeah, just quickly, you know, India too, Amazon is growing really fast and e-commerce is growing really fast. Of course, with the lockdown, it's like, you know, in, <laughs> in like really fast now. Um, but what we're seeing is that Amazon India is also trying to attract overseas brands to sell on the Indian mm -hmm. marketplace. And these are brands, you know, like companies in Australia or US or, or Europe, like all of those premium brands where products are made in those countries. I mean, there are lots of China made products in India, of course, you yeah. know, a lot of the cheap products do come from China. So but Amazon India are trying to attract those types of brands. And there is increasing demand for those types of brands in India. Um, even though India overall is a very price conscious market still, but there is a growing middle class and they do want, you know, the more premium kind of products. So we're, th we're seeing demand for, you know, like Korean cosmetics or Australian, yeah. <laughs> you know, New Zealand honey or Australian um, skincare products, you know, things like that. So um, yeah, if you are a brand in Australia, US, I think India is a good market to explore, but it is not easy to start selling in India. So you need yeah. to establish a company there and you need to get a GST number and it's a bit complicated. But once you've done all of that, I think the potential for growth is pretty, pretty exciting. Yeah, I mean, this is really, really interesting. And I definitely agree with you with the fact that Southeast Asia is definitely a marketplace to look at yeah. for, for the future. And it's already booming. I think India is very, very interesting. As you said, it it's complicated to get in. You need to be registered in India. Uh, we know that India is quite strict, right? For example, yeah. what happened with, with TikTok and uh, now with Amazon, you need to be registered as an Indian company. But yeah, once you crack the code, as you said in the article, the, the opportunity is huge. What about the price? I mean, should sellers be careful to, you know, lowering their price? try to adapt to the to the local prices or they can still you know apply their prices or it depends on the product so if there if the product is premium and high end then of course you can charge a higher price because there is you know the perceived value is definitely more um, but indian consumers are very price conscious so even if they are mm. buying a very high end product they would expect like you know really good value so yeah everything is about yeah. value over there so if you can provide good value for a high-end product, then definitely there is a market for high-end products as well. Maybe not as huge of a market as it is in the US or other countries, yeah. but there's still a niche market for you know, high-end products. But otherwise, if you're selling, one category that's growing really fast is supplements and health-related products. Yeah, I've seen that everywhere. Right? Like, <laughs> especially in the Asian markets. I see yeah. these like protein bars and uh, supplements. It's going crazy. That, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. So yeah, that's about Asia. So are there any other trends that you want to cover, David? Uh, no, I would say we pretty much wrapped up and we are in the, yeah, in the 30 minutes already. I just wanted to say that here, for example, in Thailand and also in other countries of Southeast Asia, Facebook selling is a, uh, is a thing. And, uh, you know, now I think the Facebook is catching up with this, introducing the Facebook shops. So it is so funny because some of my friends are selling on Facebook their, their stuff. You know, they buy stuff from Lazada from China and they resell it on Facebook with a 20%, 25% margin. And they actually make a living out of that. Wow. And it's so funny because Facebook automatically recognizes that you're selling something, even if you don't write the price. 
and they would ask you if you want to list that in the marketplace. So this is this is really interesting. But I definitely think that Amazon, when they will, you know, come seriously here in places like you know Thailand, Cambodia, Philippines, I definitely agree with you. It's gonna it's gonna be great. It's gonna be huge. There's a huge potential. There is millions and millions of you know customers in India. How many millions of people there are in India? Well, you mean the population? <laughs> Yeah, the population. Yeah, yeah. it's like billion. It's one point three billion. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, really? Catch up with China, right? <laughs> okay. I thought it was less than a billion, actually. No, it is more than a billion, but it's still less than China. But yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it, yeah. you know, goes past China soon. <laughs> because okay, China okay. has the one-child policy, and it's changed now. But it, it yeah, had that yeah, previously. Yeah, yeah. So you don't have that policy. Just go ahead. Do Just go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> democracy right <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> cool okay and um so let's yeah, talk maybe. yeah go ahead oh the other thing i wanted yeah, to we... say about facebook was that i'm seeing a lot of people going live on facebook and yeah, selling products and selling. And, right have you seen that too over here it's so it's yeah. fun to watch because a lot of these people are in their shops and you know mm -hmm. of course with covid they're not getting any people walking into their shops so they're kind of trying to be yeah. innovative so they're going online from inside their shops and they're just, you know, walking in front of the, uh, the, the camera and they're saying, okay, this one, this is number 22 and, you know, this is the price and this is this. And it's, it's so entertaining actually to see that. Yeah, it is. And I think, you know, it's a natural adaptation of mm -hmm. the humankind. I mean, you can't have face-to-face -face social interaction. So you would just do it live. You would just use the technology that you have. And this is where the e-commerce is going towards. I mean, Amazon, but also other e-commerce will definitely follow. It's becoming a social selling. You need social proof. You will have live. You want to have human interaction more and more. So brands will become more personal. This is so funny because I, I'm not kidding, but more than 10 years ago, this is where I was seeing, I actually had my dissertation my master thesis on social e-commerce oh. and at that at that time i was working with um, groupon like businesses mm -hmm. and i was saying how the social groups and social commerce was the future because i say okay the trend is e-commerce uh, 10 years ago of course it wasn't as big as it is right now but i was thinking can you actually talk with your e-commerce sellers as you're talking with your with your baker downstairs you cannot do that so mm -hmm. this is the natural evolution of technology technology will give will, will solve a gap and this is where actually i wanted to talk about about you know cryptocurrency later in two seconds technology is solving the gap of communication social interaction between peer-to-peer -peer between customer and seller. And this is how Amazon is evolving here. Not only Amazon, but everything, Facebook, you know, other marketplaces. So yeah, if this is definitely where it's going, social selling, social interaction, especially now with, you know, COVID pandemic, et cetera. And uh, yeah, to quickly jump into the cryptocurrency space. I mean, disclaimer, I'm not an expert into cryptocurrency. <laughs> I am an Amazon marketing consultant. I've been doing this job, but I am um, I'm passionate to, you know, new technology. I'm also an investor in cryptocurrency. Uh, so I've been following for, for a while, since 2017. I know it's not that long because cryptocurrency has been, you know, in the market for, for longer. So, but 
you know, I've done my research and cryptocurrency is pretty much an invention that solves a gap. The gap that they solve, uh, I mean, the internet solved the gap of distance because I can talk to you. You're in Singapore, I'm in Thailand and we are talking pretty much live right now, me and you. And, you know, e-commerce can sell things at any distance. They can ship, you can, you can buy from India to the, from the US, you know, and then vice versa. So what cryptocurrency is solving is the trust issue because trust, when we say, for example, transaction banks or even e-commerce, Amazon, me as a customer, I trust Amazon or I trust the sellers. So Amazon is the intermediate. Now, the question is not what Amazon can do with cryptocurrency, with, with crypto technology, with blockchain, because there are a lot of you know, potential applications for Amazon from retail to reviews, for example, because they review using the, the blockchain technology is 100% trust, cannot be changed. So this would actually solve the trust issue, the black hat issue, you know, the property issue. It would solve a lot of problems for Amazon, especially from the buyer and from the seller uh, point of view. Because, you know, blockchain is a technology that cannot be changed. So mm -hmm. all the information must follow the same, the same structure. Uh, every block starts and ends with a certain key that is only modified by the next one and cannot modify backwards, cannot be modified backwards. So it's a very solid trusted technology. The problem for me is will Amazon want to do that? Because when you, when you go to change the infrastructure of trust in a, in a huge marketplace as Amazon and you can actually have really verified reviews uh, or verified transaction, the thing is Amazon as pretty much the guy who's monopolizing almost this, this space, will they want to do that or not? So there could be a lot of application for blockchain. I'm definitely going to study more into this. I will, I will interview a blockchain expert and I will, I will have a video on my YouTube channel, but I can definitely tell you that this is going to be something really, really interesting. Also, I think Baptiste, that, who was talking to you about influencers, he actually gave me a very nice idea. Amazon could use their potential token to reward live broadcasters, whether mm -hmm. it's an influencer or a seller, or there could be transaction using an Amazon token. So the, you know, the potential application for this technology uh, within Amazon are very, very interesting. And I think personally that if they don't want to do it, it would come a point where they would be forced to do it because it would be the overall community asking for a blockchain, you know, for every transaction. I mean, now it's too early, definitely, because we're not at that stage yet. But in the future, this is, you know, pretty much where this is going. And once again, I'm not a blockchain expert. I, I don't, you know pretend to be one I'm, I just I just want to open the eyes I just want to you know launch this this question and if you guys think that there could be any other different application or Amazon could get into you know blockchain please let us know I would love to talk about you about this about this yeah yeah definitely that does there just seem to be a lot of potential in fact um, you know we've also been talking about blockchain in sourcing for quite some time, although nobody has really been able to figure it out, like how exactly to implement it and what would it look like. But definitely there has been discussion in maybe using, you know, blockchain for contracts or supplier mm -hmm. information or, or something like that. So um, yeah, it, it'd be interesting to see where this goes in our space and who, you know, which types of companies actually take the leap 
and do something about yeah. it. So, you know, you never know, maybe Alibaba or Global Sources would be <laughs> one of the companies <laughs> to start with, with it, right? Interesting. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, David, thank you so much for your time today. It's always uh, really nice catching up with you. And um, yeah, thanks for sharing your trends. So just as a reminder to everyone else, um, the website is wearegrowthhack.com where the article is. Go to the blog section and uh, read through the article. It's like 5,000 words or something, right? Yeah. It's like really it's, long. <laughs> it's really long. I, I often do very long articles. I want people to really get the point and uh, understand and get the best out of everyone. So we, we always do that. And thanks for providing this value. It was really good. And also for re-explaining again, you know, you also open new ideas to, to everyone. Awesome. So thanks for having me. Yeah, it's, uh, it's great. Yeah, thanks a lot, David. Okay, I'll see you around. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.